0: The only way to have sustainable relationships is to be nice and kind. But if you do it the wrong way, if you're only nice and kind, women will not stick, a lo- stick around long enough for you to be nice and kind. That's why this is nice guy... You know why nice guys finish last? Why do nice guys finish last? Well, because they're only nice, which is fake. They're like the joker. They're putting up a persona. You can't only be nice. None of us is only nice. Laughing when you think something isn't funny, agreeing when you don't feel like agreeing makes you a bitch. Makes you a nice guy, and she immediately loses interest in you. Why? Well, because she knows you're lying. What women want is the quote-unquote alpha male. It's a silly little term, stupid term. But basically, again, 300,000 years ago, we lived in a tribe. There was one tribal leader, the alpha male. Women always want to fuck and be with and have children with the alpha male. Because he has access to resources, most likely he had to fight other men to get to the top, so he has good genetics, access to resources, and he can distribute it. So women want to be with the alpha male. Now, back in the day, it was very easy to discern who's the alpha male and who's just a regular tribal member. But now, who's the alpha male in Dublin? In Ireland? Right? Yes, that's why status matters, right? Obviously, there's certain political figures and having outward status works. But for women, it's much more difficult to differentiate between alpha males and quote-unquote beta males. What, What is that even? So that's why dating works, The only reason dating works, the only reason gingers can even be successful in dating and relationships, is you can learn to communicate in a way that makes you seem like an alpha male. Because what is it? Yeah, objectively, you can say, this guy's more successful. This guy has better habits, right? He has better relationships. Circumstantially, you have manifested a very desirable life, absolutely. But that's not the only thing. Because you can have all that and still suck at dating and relationships if you don't know how to communicate it. So women want the alpha male, but in order for her to realize that you are the alpha male, you got to communicate like that. Now, it's a little bit of fake it till you make it. Now, if your life sucks, then you should improve it. Now, we all suck at certain things. We all have to improve certain areas of our life, right? None of us is perfect. So we should definitely strive to improve ourselves. A lot of men say, I want to work on myself first before I can get out there and find the right one. I want to Work on my career, my business, or even I don't have enough time. So let me work on myself first. Absolutely not a horseshit. Why don't you like if you approach women, how much is that working on yourself? How much Mike, how much do you feel you're working on yourself when you're approaching women? Is that not working on yourself? I guess, Jeremy, isn't that working on yourself? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's the most important thing. It's one of the easiest ways to really push yourself. If you go out and you approach women, you're faced with one of the most deepest held fears that you have as a man, which is being rejected as a man. If you sell a product or service, even getting rejected there is not nice, but it doesn't matter. It's nothing in comparison to a woman telling you that your genetics suck by rejecting you. It's the worst fear. One of the worst fears we have, which is not being loved, and rejected, being rejected by a woman is such a big thing. It really isn't. It really doesn't matter at all what a random stranger thinks of you. It really doesn't matter. But up until you've gotten to that point, it's a hard thing. So... The best way to work on yourself is to meet women and overcome your fears and grow and work on your communication skills. That's very important. But, okay, so women want the alpha male. And there's certain character traits associated with the alpha male that makes him very desirable in communication, sometimes called the asshole. Now, the asshole has a negative side effect of being an asshole. And we don't want to be an asshole. You want to be a nice guy, but you also want to be the alpha guy. You really want to do both. And where the middle ground is found... That's where magic happens. So in the beginning, you have to be polarizing. You have to exhibit certain teasy things. Basically, in a way, you've got to communicate with her as if she was already your girlfriend. And you've got to tease her the same way you'd be teasing your buddies. A lot of guys are very free in their expression around other men. You're a your bro, you're making fun of them, right? But you never dare doing that with a girl because, oh, what if I fucking lose her? Right? So it's different the way you communicate with your buddies. But certain principles stay whole true. Basically, you want to be nice. But you first have to build your value in communication with her for her to stick around long enough for you to invest. And value is referred to like this alpha male value, right? The alpha male has more value than other men. That's the idea. The alpha male has more value, well, back in the day because it had access to resources and he had probably good genetics. But nowadays, it's like there's a lot of things that can make up value, right? There's a lot of things. It's not just financial, but it's the emotions you can create in her. It's one of the biggest things. Remember, everything we ever do is simply to feel good. Everything we ever do is just feel good, right? We want to avoid pain. We want to gain pleasure. If I get this woman, I'm going to feel a lot better. And that is absolutely true. But why don't we just sometimes shortcut the whole thing and just feel good right now? And the way to feel good right now is to create positive emotions from within. We're going to be doing that tonight when we get in the nightclubs. You need to create emotions for yourself. Now, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be there. I'll be pumping your state. I'll be pumping your state the whole night. I'm going to be telling you how awesome you are, how amazing that hair looks. Mm. I'm gonna be pumping your state externally, but eventually you'll have to do that yourself. In a relationship as well, in business as well, you gotta draw that positive state from within, even if you get rejected seven times in a row. It's very difficult. So creating emotions is a way of having value. But having value, in other words, being that alpha male, you have to build that in communication with her. In other words, you have to get her to invest. A lot of men who are too nice, they are investing too much. They're too nice. They're too kind. They're doing her too many favors. They're meeting up for the date. For example, she lives an hour away. They drive over every single time for the first three dates. It's an overinvestment. And that's the fucked up thing. We as men, we really want to invest. We really do. But if we don't give her space to invest, she's not going to like us. And giving her a chance to invest, we've spoken about that, right? If you want to fly a girl in, you're on dating apps, you're matching with her, she lives a couple hundred kilometers or thousands of kilometers away, you want to fly her in for a weekend, okay? Then you can pay for the flight or you can pay for the expenses and she's going to pay for the flight, right? Or you get her to pay a little bit. She has to have some skin in the game. She has to have some degree of investment because otherwise she won't value you. I tell the story so many times. Do you know how many people have tried to help friends of mine for free that don't give a fuck, that don't really appreciate it? Some do. Some don't, some a little bit. Not as much as I like, right? Like my clients, they pay a shit ton of money. They pay a lot of money. And so a lot of my friends, just because I've known them for a really long time, they're getting it for free, but they don't take it serious because they haven't invested enough. Like you've had that all. It's like you don't take, if you download something free, who here has ever downloaded something for free on the internet and said, I'm gonna look at it later and you only consume 10 to 20% of it maximum. Yeah, <laughs> we don't give a shit. And it's, it's not about this. This is not a sales pitch for this. This is not today what this is about. It's really for you to understand you need to get her to invest. And that was really counterintuitive for me because I grew up with a father who was hustling all the time and a mother who told me, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. Seilieb, so we say in German. Seilieb, be kind. And that's great. But if you invest and in you're kind and you're kind, that's investing, investing, investing. If she doesn't invest in you, she doesn't give a fuck about you and your subjective value in her eyes drops. And if your subjective value in her eyes drops... She's not going to take you serious. She's going to disrespect you. She's going to start looking around at other men, other stimuli. So you need to get her to invest. For example, by letting her fly over all the way and paying maybe 5% or 10% of the expenses. For example, by teasing her, by telling her, you can use lines. I'm not a big fan of lines, but one of the typical lines you could say, I'm not sure you and I are going to get along. Why? I don't know. You have this typical princess slash troublemaker vibe. I'm not sure. There's something I love about you, but I'm not sure there's something I hate about you. Typical. You can use typical lines, and every now and then they're good, but it's much more about free-flowing communication. You have to understand the principle of push-pull. Giving her something, moving away. You do that with most men naturally. Disagreeing is a form of that. If you disagree with her, if she tells you, oh, I love cooking, I fucking hate it. Most of you would say, oh, really? What do you like to cook? Pasta? You know? No. Disagreeing is a form of gaining investment. There's many more ways. But getting her to invest in you is super important. Setting boundaries is the next thing. Setting boundaries is a way of, her to in, uh, of getting her to invest in you. Who here struggles with setting boundaries around women? We're all pimps. Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. So I used to do that a lot, right? So I told you that story with the sun cream, right, Sun protection. I did do it, but there were many ways where I didn't do it. What, a typical example. My ex-wife, she always wanted to spend almost every Saturday and Sunday at her parents' house because she enjoyed that. And I felt the pressure to go along with that. Now, is it wrong of her to want to spend time with her parents? No, that's family time. That's amazing. Should I be expected to go there? Well, she could not have the expectation. She could say, hey, would you like to come with me? That's fine. But it was almost expected that I come, and if I didn't... Then I knew she would be dissatisfied with me and intimacy would be withheld. Not just intimacy at a physical level, but at an emotional level as well. There's very, very subtle relationship dynamics of people working with guilt. And we don't, not a lot of people who do that are like consciously fucking toxic. As I said, we all do certain things at time in relationships that are not great. You always have to audit yourself. Whenever you hear, oh, narcissism, sociopath, it's like, okay, cool. But what about me? Where have I treated people badly? immediately go back to yourself. It's like, oh, that fucking loser. At least I'm not that guy. Yeah, cool, but go back to yourself. So she had the expectation that I would go to visit her parents and I'd go and I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like, I'm not feeling good, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not feeling good because I'm doing something I didn't want to be doing. I didn't set a boundary. I could have just said, no, you go enjoy the time with your family. I may join you once a month for an afternoon for two hours because then I'm going to get bored and then I'd rather get beaten up by my martial arts instructors in Selbridge fucking 30 kilometers away. I'd rather do something that I truly enjoy as opposed to doing something somebody else wants me to enjoy and then I'm going to start hating on that person. That's a form of a boundary. Another example of a boundary. I was in a nightclub here in Dublin and there's this Italian girl, beautiful. I walk over, we have a conversation, we're vibing. She's really having a good time, really positive and then she just slaps me. (sniffs) Out of nowhere. Not even because I teased her hard, just out of nowhere. She's a little drunk, not fully drunk, just a little bit, right? And she just goes, (sniffs) not a little bit, like that. And I immediately switched from fun and playful to, uh, you yeah, know, fun and playful to never do that again. Completely serious. And you have to keep in mind, dating is all about fun and positive emotions, right? 90% percent you got to be fun, you got to be positive, especially if you go out at night, which is something you don't have to do if you want to find an amazing girlfriend and life partner, but it works. So she slapped me. Now what could I have done? What could be possible reactions to that? Well, one, I could have ignored it. I could have said, oh, <laughs> could have laughed it off. I could have gotten aggressive, you know, could have (laughs) punched her back, you know. No, I'm not saying that I would have, but it's a possibility, obviously a less desirable one. What I did instead is I set a boundary. I didn't yell at her, didn't get aggressive, didn't get violent, never. Those things you should never ever do with a woman. If a woman ever does something that you're dissatisfied with, be very calm, very gentle, very respectful, but very clear and set a boundary. Don't ever do that again. And... In that moment, it wasn't the words that were magic, but she felt that I was 100% congruent that I did not give a fuck about losing her. I didn't give a shit. So you're not going to slap me in the face unless we're having sex. You're not going to do that. You know That's not okay. That behavior is not tolerated. Don't do it again. And she looks at me and she goes from, you know this arrogance, like when they're looking at you, like a little like playful? Mm-hmm. She goes from this to, sorry. Six seconds later, we're making out. Six seconds later, you know, and it's funny, Fernanda and I, we were talking about that. She goes, ha, she got you. That's what you said, right? Yeah, yeah but no, she didn't get me. But I set a boundary. Well, who gets her, right? Who gets who? That's the question. Like I set a boundary which increased my value and then she was interested because a lot of women will do that. Every woman will test you. Every person will test you, by the way. Not because they're bad people, not even consciously, but that's what we do. We cross each other's boundaries all the time. If you don't set boundaries, she won't respect you. People will only respect you if you set boundaries, you know? It's little examples. Like, like our friend here, you just yawned, you know, which is completely fine, which happens. But if I hadn't said anything, it, it created something in me. And I'm going to tell you, years ago, I wouldn't have said anything. Like with my ex-wife, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have just gone, gone along with it. You know, you're just like, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to upset the person. I don't want to be not nice. I want to be nice. I want to be kind. And I want to be nice. But I realized that if I'm feeling it, I got to say something. You can be very nice, very calm, very respectful, very warm about it. Who, who here knows Joe Rogan? He's a master at it. He's an absolute master at it in general communication and dating. It looks a little bit different, right? When he sets boundaries, he's the calmest fuck. Like there's videos where he goes crazy, obviously. And he's very calm, saying, like, "Hey, bro, no, I'd rather you don't do this." If you are harsh in the consequences, you can be very kind in the delivery, right? If your consequences are very strict, you can be very calm and warm in the actual delivery of the boundary. You don't have to be violent, you don't have to be aggressive, you don't have to get loud. I get loud, because uh, you know, I like that, it's a natural form of who I am, right, it's passion. But when you're talking to a woman, you've got to be very calm, but you've got to set those boundaries. If you don't set boundaries, she won't even recognize you as a man. A man has to set boundaries, right? Everybody's going to overstep your boundaries at some point, point. you're going to say, that wasn't okay. And you're going to overstep boundaries. I've done that plenty of times, you're going to keep doing it for the rest of your life. You're going to keep making mistakes. Obviously, try to not make the same mistake twice. Everybody's gonna make, create boundaries, but if you don't say that, if something bothers you, you should say it. Say it nicely, because otherwise the person is gonna be like, "Uh." If you react too harshly, that's not gonna be nice, and then the person, you know, might have a negative reaction to the way you set the boundary, even though the boundary was completely justified. You know, so. Come back to social connections. Most important thing: be nice, be kind, invest, but earn the right to invest. As paradoxical as it sounds, by giving her chances to invest in you, as well as by setting boundaries.